I would love if he was in the bathroom, right? And they were both at the urinal, and the dude looked over. Like, he looked over, and he looked. He saw the caterer. He's like, "Whoa, buddy! Wow!" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I did this myself. I injected this thing. You know, like, hey, yeah. I can do it to you too. I'm a surgeon." And then, look, then, what it does is it causes a, a granuloma. It makes this hardening around your thing. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like it's like this guy has like medical terms. And yeah, yeah, let's go. Let's get ready to podcast. This is the Working Perspective podcast, the only place. You go for news that makes you feel like a normal human being. In the blue corner, hailing from Virginia, fighting out of and up, standing at five foot eleven, weighing in at a solid two hundred and thirty pounds. Scrim, the scorpion smoking scrapper, Liam Reese, and in the red corner, standing at. Not six foot, 230 hairy pounds, hailing from the woods of the Pacific Northwest as Sasquatch's cousin, the meat missile himself, Mr. Matthew Larbell. Now, as it's all set, I, Strong Stem Student Cabot, shall be the referee in this heavyweight battle. Little light in the ass to get involved with these two. But he's here. So, my friend, Scrim Scrapper, how we doing tonight? Dude, I'm great. I'm, we're, hearing, we're hearing the scorpion smoke, and that starts to make a comeback. You know, the last <laughs> couple of weeks, I think we talked about this. And uh, I'm pretty impressed. You could do the thing, like, at the fair, you know, where, like, guess the person's weight. You're pretty good, man. Good guess. Mr. Sasquatch's cousin himself, the hairiest man I know, my brother, my friend Matthew, how are we? And Steve, I love this f***ing energy, man. Love it, f***ing love it. Let's keep this f***ing going. I'm ready for this. Let's do this, baby. Let's go! It's our objective to be effective by voice in society's working perspectives for This is the Working Perspectives Podcast. On this show, we're going to bring you topics from around the globe. The topics will fall under three different categories. The categories are stupid is as stupid does, incredibly incredible, and sports and speds. To kick us off with the first topic, we're going to go to Liam Lashmise Reese. Liam, what do you got for stupid is as stupid does? So we're just going to dive right into this one is a Polish karaoke show is being criticized after one of the performers 
used blackface and the N-word to imitate Kendrick Lamar. Oh, no. The show itself is called Your Face Sounds Familiar, and it features, like, they have celebrity guests that will portray their favorite, like, music icons in hopes of winning money for their favorite charity. Only problem is, this Polish guy is, like, a white dude, blonde hair. It's 2023, and he went all out, dude. He did the song (laughs) Humble and everything. And, dude, not only did he do this, like, do blackface, he won. He won. <laughs> he won the show. Stop. So, so needless to say, this show has been just getting ripped apart on Twitter and everything. And when you see the picture of like, it's just like this blonde, skinny white bull, like he's like 20 <laughs> years old. And then you see the picture of like him trying to look like Kendrick. Dude, it's so bad. It's so bad. Where where is this guy from, Liam? Is this it's, like are they in Poland? Yes, this is a nationally televised Polish show. Like it's oh. like it's like when we watch So You Think You Can Dance or something. Right. right. Oh my God! There, Poland's got talent. Is this? Yes, Holy and he shit. and Matt, he won first prize. Like he wow. won the whole contest. Now Man. I got I got two questions. The first one, outside of well, actually, I just I don't know which one to start with. Uh, the first one, did he go hard R or did he drop it with an A at no, the end? No, he did. He did the A at the end. But okay, I don't doesn't think matter. You're white guy. Doesn't. I matter. don't think that's scoring sure. him any points. You know, one hundred percent. And no. two, I mean, I, I'm just being honest. Did he kill the performance though? Right. Right. Did he kill it? I didn't get I a mean... chance to see it. It's it's a lot <laughs> of like. So on Twitter, it's just like a picture of it. I'm I'm pretty sure this your face sounds familiar tv show in poland i think they've done everything possible to wipe the internet clean of like any video that exists of it wow because that's what i would do (laughs) yeah yeah no that is i mean that is just i mean wow shout out i mean the po- dude, it just got you, you get those Polish jo- jokes like coming right by, like, yeah, you know, Polish uh submarine sunk because of that screen door, you know what I mean? Like, all those stupid mm-hmm. kind of Polish jokes are coming to mind, but this is, I mean, Poland being Poland, baby. Poland Listen, is like the Florida of Europe, 100%. Matt, my this might explain me a little more. My grandmother's Polish, right? Her parents were straight off the boat, uh, tough, hard country, people like Jan Blachowicz, very oh, tough, man. hard, proud country. Mm-hmm. And Poland doesn't give a F-U-C-K about what anybody thinks because they've been through the most. Clearly. So <laughs> makes sense that this would happen in Poland, yo. Man, dude, wow. This guy, I mean, I, I mean. Was the, the crowd cheering? Like, yeah, <laughs> I would love it. I mean, barring the, you know, I mean, barring the blackface, whatever. And then barring the, you know, I, if they take out the N word, right? Yeah. I honestly, if they took out the N word and he wore the blackface, but then just killed the performance, killed yeah, yeah. I think people would be like, it's okay. He's from Poland. They can, yeah. you know, Dude, they he don't did know like a better. whole thing. There's like backup dancers and everything with, him. oh, like, my, with word. like a video screen behind him. Like it's a whole like real performance, dude. It wow. is. Not this guy's whole life was into this performance. Shout and now here's, out to him. And here's my issue. I would like to know who the judges on this show are because it's not his fault that he won. It right. should. Who's voting for this guy? Right. Well, was it? Is it one of those ones where the judges vote or where they call in the votes? Oh or like, gosh. yeah. Or or like, remember what's the show yeah. they used to have? Like, like the little monitor. Idol. Yeah, in, in your chair, I, and like the live audience could hit the button. Yeah. There is a video on Complex 
there is a video and the crowd is just a bunch of white polish people they're dancing <laughs> they're dude they're loving it. they are they, they are don't even it. understand what he's saying they know, they've never out. heard that song humble but the beat is sick on uh kendrick lamar's humble yeah because it says they deleted it but the internet is forever and it's on True. It's on top. <laughs> Yeah, Man, you can't just that, you can't just have a live show and think it's no. never gonna pop yeah. up again. Nope. And then someone wrote yeah. they couldn't cosplay Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's funny. Shout out nice. Poland. Shout yeah. out. All right, good stuff, yep. man. Great start, Liam. Let's keep it moving. Uh, Steve, what do you got for stupid is a stupid does? So a forty-six-year-old German caterer, catering worker. I don't even know what that is. Named Torben K has been arrested for falsely portraying himself as a plastic surgeon and causing death by grievous bodily harm. That just doesn't sound good, right? But it gets worse. Mm. Gets worse. Torben, who lacked any medical credentials whatsoever, administered a silicone oil injection to an unnamed 32-year-old man's penis and scrotum in what they call a girth-inducing surgery, even though it's not a surgery. So the uh, prosecutors explained that when he um, injected this silicone oil into this man's penis and scrotum, oh. it got into his bloodstream oh my God. and immediately causing a blood affection that then went to his liver and his kidneys and caused both to shut down. This man went into the hospital in the ICU, lived a couple of days, and then ended up dying, right? Oh. So these injections, what they do is they cause it's called granuloma, which is when they put these silicone injections, which have been used for a long time to like apparently add girth to your 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 dong, it like builds up this the reaction builds up this hard layer that goes around your schlong i don't know why they shot it in his balls makes no sense but it like goes around the schlong and it makes it thicker right well they've outlawed this in many countries because this is just like there's so many side effects and weird stuff that happens but uh this guy again i did this last week what do you tell like if this guy had like family members can we like fabricate the story and not say that i went out by a guy who's a caterer yeah. stabbing my penis with yeah. silicone oil so that I'll have a girthy. Come on, man. What, what is happening? What's happening? <laughs> yeah. I, I love if he was like, you know, I was at this wedding and uh, they had this cucumber display and the guy was like, hey, <laughs> gave me an idea. Something bigger than that, you know? And he's like, how? Oh, and he's like, just let me shoot you up in my van in the alley. You know what I mean? Like, that's Trust insanity. Me. Trust me. I'm a surgeon. This works. No, Dude, he's I, the guy that's serving the darn, uh, what, are, what do they call those little me- gherkins? He's serving gherkins, yeah, and he's telling he's you he's going to give you a little cucumber? Come on, cut. <laughs> Bro, like I would love <laughs> I would love if he was in the bathroom, right, and they were both at the urinal, and the dude looked over. Like, he looked over, and he looked. He saw the caterer. He's like, whoa, buddy, wow. And he's like, oh, yeah, I did this myself. I injected this thing, you know? Like, hey, yeah. I can do it to you, too. I'm a surgeon. And then, Look, then... what it does is it causes a, a granuloma. It makes this hardening <laughs> around your thing. And I'm like, wow, that sounds like it's, like, this guy has, like, medical terms. And, yeah, yeah, let's go. Where Come is on. this at, Steve? Where was this at? But it happened. He was a German guy, and the guy who had it happen was also a German fella. But it wasn't in Germany. It was somewhere else. They're at some right. somewhere in Europe, Man. only in Europe. But I know that it's outlawed in the UK. This is like the Might oldest form. Budapest. This is the oldest form of like, uh, I guess, thickening your, your hog, uh, for lack of right. a better term. But uh, like, sure. this is their thing. I, I don't know. So a lot of places outlaw because they know that like infection comes. And then immediately what they do is they accidentally hit mm-hmm. something that comes. goes in your bloodstream. And next thing you know, your liver and kidneys go. I know your dong sticker, but we quit. Yeah. We quit. 
So good luck yeah. with that thick gong in your casket. Yeah. Yeah. We're not processing silicone, pal. Uh-oh. Sorry. Uh-oh. Wow. And I don't want a needle like touching it or anything, dude. You know what mm. I mean? Like it, dude, everybody wishes they were packing like a little bit more, you know, of course. but, but of course, I don't right. need like a, a tube of window cock, like squeezing nope. in there to make me. Here's yeah. my, here's, here's the big question I had. Why in the balls? Why in yeah. the balls? Yeah. Most guys, yeah. when you get older, we're older fellas. I'm like, you know what? I wish my balls didn't hang to my damn knees because all they do is when I was a younger feller, they were shorter and tighter. As you get older, gravity does its thing. And then bad boys just start to hang and they're always in the way and banging into stuff. And there's a pain in the butt. I don't understand why he would want his testicles to be larger. It makes no sense to me. Dude, maybe mm-hmm. he vapes a lot. Did you hear? Like if he now <laughs> they said, no, 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 I'm dead serious. Now they're saying vaping. Will like shrink your your testes and, and well, mess up mess with your testosterone and all that stuff. Really? Yeah. Well, the yeah. big the big thing that uh, Rogan had a scientist come on Rogan's show before and talked about the microplastics that are in all like foods and in the air and everybody's ingesting them and fish and everything. And what they've uh-huh. learned is that over the last thousand years, our taints are becoming smaller. So your balls are becoming closer <laughs> to your butthole, and that's a direct <laughs> effect for reproduction. So that's oh. why more men are like sterile and because of the microplastics and it was wild but the outcome we got and that the, obviously rogan's a comedian the outtake they got was that everyone's taint is shrinking so your nuts are getting closer and closer to your could you imagine hole. if it was the going the other way yeah, yeah. not good not good not good Matt. not good i'm just saying like if it got to like really long in between there like that'd be where awkward. my dongs on my belly button and my yeah. buttons in my lower <laughs> yeah. back i'm like oh, what the God. hell <laughs> yeah yeah it looked like a car tire under there <laughs> brutal yeah uh nice good stuff steve good stuff let's keep it moving i want to get to incredibly incredible liam i'm gonna go back to you what do you got for incredibly incredible so we've been hearing a lot about like aliens and ufos and everything sure have. yeah so in mexico city mexico alien corpses were shown to congress to like mexican congress as a U.S. UFO expert was forced to testify under oath, like in Congress, not not in like, you know, United States, but still this alleged non-human alien corpses. Dude, they had them on display in these like weird, uh, like, you know, like like tanks, like weird plastic cases like you would see, like, you know, mummies in and stuff like when you're at the yeah. museum. Yeah. And and yeah. So so they retrieved these things. They were in Cusco, Peru. And that's and they presented him in Mexico City. And this guy like had to sit there and under oath say, like, you know, that he believes they're aliens. They put him in an X-ray and it looks like one of the aliens had like either eggs or or something in it like it was reproducing. (laughs) They're they're dead. The two aliens that were like, uh, you know, on display are like mummified and dead. But they had like, you know, they they. The DNA didn't match like anything like in our world or anything. But that's what they're saying. I mean, obviously, just because you're under oath doesn't mean you can't lie under oath. But it's pretty wild. It, it's the first time I've seen anything where like, uh, you know, where they had to like testify in any kind of like court for UFO. You know what I mean? Dude. Or for for with with actual like wild something physical. You know, I know they've had like obviously they know about UFOs and whatnot. But I'm saying like this is the first time I've seen a report where they have like something physical. You know, that is nuts, dude. Absolutely nuts. I mean, that's kind of scary. But like, you know, we knew that the aliens were out there and we knew that they were coming and 
we knew that this was going to happen sooner rather than later. So I don't know. Well, the funny, the crazy part is, again, I'm going to go back to a certain podcast that I may or may not listen to, but they had another guy on who talked about how there was no real sightings. And remember, the further back you go, people always paid attention to the skies. Now we're so lost in touch with cities and you can't even see the stars because of the lights from cities, blah, blah, uh -huh. Real alien, uh, the, the number of alien um, spottings or people that have seen them absolutely skyrocketed after a certain event in, a, in the world's history, right? And they all happened over very certain spots. And that certain activity happened to be when we drop uh, the bombs on Japan, right? The uh, uh, the atomic Hiroshima bombs. Nagasaki. Yes, Big Boy and uh, whatever the other little yeah. whatever. Those the yeah. second that happened, ninety five percent of the sightings of all uh, UFOs happened over U.S. bases that people did not know. Obviously, we know now, but like very very secretive bases where they do super secret like weapon testing and everything like else roswell and all that of 100 percent. so like when rogan and them they were like yo they came and the second they, they almost were like they, they they watch us like we watch like animals in the zoo and how they like interact and everything else and then when that mm -hmm. happened they were like oh man let's go check up what are these morons doing down there these stupid apes that now care about all types of stuff now have these weapons we got to yeah. show up and maybe calm these dumbass apes down a little bit like Let's see what's going on here. Let's at least monitor the situation so it don't get out of hand. So he was always like, you know, a ton of people have, have brought those points up that all of the sightings, like 95% of all sightings came right after World War II mm -hmm. and all came over a majority is over the bases of America and all that area. So that's, you know, I mean, to it's be a weird honest, fact. Too, like, I, you know, there was like, I think there was like 40 something patents that were like their aerial patents that were developed during World War Two. So the mm -hmm. planet like kind of shrunk as far as like, you know, there was still shit that was kind of untouched by, you know, by, you know, normal society. And then now with the invention of like, you know, adapting airplanes and jets and stuff like that, the planet kind of shrunk. So, you know, if there was aliens hiding out somewhere, they're not as hidden anymore just because yeah. we were expanding as a collective culture as well. So, I mean, that is... But people did always pay attention much more back in the day to the skies yeah. than they do nowadays. No one gives a crap about the stars. Back then, they paid a lot of attention. Oh, and there was never yeah. like these, like we see like ships in written history until that happened. And the big, the other big one is too, you got to remember, we went from the Wright brothers 40 years after they invented flight. We're already mm -hmm. dropping nuclear bombs out of these things. Yeah. We went from that, that like barely yeah. moves plane to mm -hmm. dropping the most sophisticated bombs in the world's ever seen out of them. You want to hear something crazy? You're going to love this. Uh, one of my clients that I, I teach boxing to, I'm all right. You know, I train him and I was talking to him. He's older than me and he fought in the cage and stuff too. Uh -huh. he, I think he's a, I think he's a brown belt or a black belt in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. His name's Jamie Albach. Super great guy. Love this guy. Dad. Shout out. But we, I was talking to him. I was listening to the Sean Ryan podcast and on the Sean Ryan podcast, he had a, uh, a Iwo Jima veteran on mm -hmm. there and it was a fantastic show. And I was talking to Jamie and he had told me that his dad flew 36 B-52 bomber missions in Europe. Wow. 36. They wow. had like the I think it was like the average lifespan for a B-52 bomber was like, you know, like one flight or something like and that. Specifically, it was, you know why, right? Yeah. Specifically the fact that oh, radar was were, not what it was now. So you had to see your target. So if I yeah. could see you, 
you can see me. So they can just light you up from the ground. Like those guys oh, were yeah. giant. They, like had those, they had to be close to hit them. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. Had, they, they, they were probably taking those uh, weird synthetic uh, oil injections because their balls were so big to be able to fly. <laughs> You're out of here. Also, too, Damn could I. you imagine he was like 19 when he signed Unbelievable. up? Unbelievable. World War II. Unbelievable. 19. So by the time he was like 23, he had flown 36 combat missions. Unbelievable. That's insane. One of the, one of the planes. One of the planes got shot down, and they had to escape out of Germany. Unbelievable. He hit, uh, in France, he dropped a bomb on Hitler's like his headquarters in France. Is this guy still alive? No, he died. I was gonna say, can we please you know. get him on the show? Oh, I need this dude, story. I'm. I mean, I would love that. Jamie said he doesn't want to be on the show, but I would like. I would, dude. I it, that shit's fascinating to me. But we talked about this long enough. Yep. Real good stuff. Mm-hmm. Let's keep it moving, Steve. Yep. What do you got for incredibly incredible? This one is one of my all-time favorites because talk about a gangster. So, 69-year-old retired surgeon Scott Burke had his 80-foot yacht docked in the Nantucket Harbor up in Massachusetts. The well-respected 35-year career surgeon that had a few party favors on his yacht (laughs) had a couple of the DEA agents run down on his enormous 80-foot yacht, by the way. 80-foot yacht. It's so ridiculous. They ran down on his yacht when it was in the harbor, right? Because someone put in a phone call, said there was a girl. They might think she's, like, too intoxicated. So... They run up onto his yacht, and what do they find? 43.4 grams of blow, mm. 14.1 grams of ketamine, special K, shout out, mm-hmm. two pistols, a 380 and a 9 millimeter, both Smith & Wessons. Great choice, by the way. Uh, and uh, so, of course, he immediately hires a famous attorney who, uh, this guy's name is Henry Brennan, who's a famous Boston lawyer, and uh, he, uh, he actually was the lawyer for uh, Whitey Bulger, right? Big time guy, okay. knows his stuff, like famous. So he takes care of it. He goes in there. They all talk about how he was having, they said he had prostitutes on there. None of these girls, that was never proven. They were just hot chicks on an 80 foot yacht. What are you talking about? Right. right? right so right. They're trying to act like they're the, these girls were like, no, we're not fucking this old man. Like he just had his 80 foot yacht. And we're out here partying. So he also has 43 grams of blow. So uh, the court. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We didn't and, have to get paid to show up. And 14 grams of ketamine. We're here to parties. Chill. Woo. So he uh, he gets in the court. The court is like, you know, we're going to hammer this guy. So uh, the lawyer, being the lawyer he is, then explains to them, this guy's well-respected. He's from Colorado, uh, lives in Florida, but drives this yacht up to the Nantucket because he's a house up there. This guy's got bread all over, right? Uh, he was like, look, the, the, the real part of this is the man has a rare stage four cancer, terminal. He doesn't have much to live. He's out there having a good time, right? This guy has done all types of crazy work. He was the second doctor in 2010 for free to have feet on the ground in Haiti when they had that ridiculous earthquake and like all that crazy shit happened. He had he did surgery down there on over 150 people and over 100 of them being little kids that he did life saving surgeries for for free in a third world country. Second doctor's feet to hit the ground down there. Right. This guy's a gangster. Also was pawed out. This this lawyer brings out all this stuff sent millions of dollars to all types of institutions for uh the betterment of uh, medicine without ever he always refused a plaque always refused his name to be put on anything yeah. he would because yeah. he doesn't want to be part of it. he's just like this guy's the man right he he's 70 yeah. years old he's has terminal cancer yeah he has two kids and a wife but he's out there partying with the hot bitches on a boat trying to get crunk 
And these guys are shitting on his parade, right? Wait, wait. He has terminal cancer? I, stage four, terminal. Oh, dude. It, then why even bother? Let, let the fucking guy go. 100%. Because they wanted to hold him till trial, right? So his lawyer goes, this guy who's did all this amazing stuff, you're going to let him die of cancer in here instead of letting him go home. And we could like run this trial. It's nothing. There was no craziness, right? So, of course, he and, and by the way, he did have a permit for the two guns, but it accidentally expired like six months before they got him. Oh. That's 70. Like, he gives a fuck. He also has terminal cancer. Right. So um, yeah. uh, him being this legend, I mean, let the man party. Right. What would you do if you were right. 70 yeah. with terminal stage four terminal cancer? Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Here's my problem with this story. So the DEA is devoting like time and resources into this guy who like has for up until this point done right by the world mm -hmm. and done right by society for that. Hundred percent. You know what I mean? So like, because he wants to kick off, like, blow some steam off. This is just it. It's a. It's it sounds like a lot of drugs, but for rich people, it's not. No. You know what I mean? No. He's just got some party favors. Meanwhile. Like all that weird fentanyl and trank dope and everything just like freely yep. moves like back and forth, uh, mm -hmm. like into every fucking city in America yeah. and everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's just nonsense, dude. Yeah. I could I mean, not agree more. Another big thing was this guy, like when they when they were talking about how he did so this guy was such a good person. There was also points where the uh, they had almost uh thirty material witnesses send in letters about how every other doctor they ever went to guaranteed they needed a surgery otherwise they would be you know really really in bad shape and this guy refused it because he didn't want to he could have made a quick buck for sure could have made a killing on each one of these surgeries but because he loved his patients he was like i really don't think you need to do this i think like a you need to change your diet b you can do this or you could do like this guy was a straight up real person a real doctor that we you know we lack in society nowadays it doesn't want to push pills on you doesn't want to push all this bs on you but then he has a real talk with the person and they were like dude he was like he was he was like a second father to me the way he would give me advice about how to like you know move and shake and life yeah. and what i needed to do to help whatever was with me instead of going you know right away do this surgery do this which he could have Made a killing with anyway, but he didn't do all that. Yeah. He was the man. Like, yeah, sounds, <laughs> well, sounds like mean, a stand up guy. Let him rip lines, you know, dude. 100%. Also, this guy Let him go in a K hole. Like, <laughs> well, the guy legit is like, I'm going to die soon. <laughs> I want to fuck. I want to bang hot chicks. I want to blow shit up my nose. I want to party on an 80 foot yacht. Uh -huh. Like, who are we? Who are we as a society to say, no, nah, man, live your best life? You're on, mm -hmm. you're on the way out. Just do That's your thing. You're especially, not especially a man who didn't just not hurt anybody, saved hundreds of oh, thousands yeah. of lives with yeah. his with his practice and what he did and philanthropy and everything out. Like, come on, man, what are we talking about? If, if there was a thing too where it was like, hey, check mark off all these things and you can get mm -hmm. a free pass on this, he gets it. You, yeah, Part of the line. This, Part I of the would line. say like, yes, this this worked. Free pass. 100%. Saved hundreds, gave away money, donated, saved whatever. You know, let this guy like he's gonna die. And he wants to party before he dies. No, as a matter harm, of fact, no foul. as a matter of fact, let me call that drug den in California that Liam did before. Let me call <laughs> Jenna Star. Let me let me call a couple other people, and we're gonna send them to your boat because you deserve a send off. You're a gang. Yep. Also, do you have room for one more? Amen, bro. Eighty foot yacht. Yo, it said it had, it said it had four decks. Each of them were like sixty feet wide. It could. It had. Uh, it had a quarters. Quarters for eight guests and two shipmates, like captain and then like a worker. It, this thing must have been fantastic. Also, if you're DEA, like 
This is he has less than a pound of total drugs, right? Very not even close to it. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So he has less than a pound. So if you're DEA, like they're you th- this is a joke. Like this is a waste doing? of your time. This waste is a waste of our taxpayers' taxpayer money. Hundred percent. Like I, if, if anything, send the locals in. And guess what? 100%. They probably all know this guy, and they probably right? all have gotten saved by him. You know? they're, they're like he saved what my my waste. mother. Let him go. Yeah. What a way. They probably knew about it and were happy to do it, but like he earned it. You yep. know, God I agree. Bless. Shout out to a legend, man. Shout out. All right, let's keep it moving, though. Good stuff, Steve. Love this guy. Dude, I'll tell you, hey, Hunter Biden Award nominee right there, baby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hunter Biden Award nominee right there. That's for damn sure. Forget uh, that. This is a Nobel Peace Prize award winning yeah. nominee, in my opinion. Yeah. Do you know, hey, here's some. I don't want to get off topic, but. Do you know how the Nobel Peace Prize came around? You know why they call it like, do you know why he so Arthur Nobel? Right. You know why he invented the Nobel Peace Prize? Do you know who he, got, he is? Because he got a penis injection. And it messed up his dong. Nope. <laughs> uh, I believe it's Art Nobel. I could be wrong on the first no, I think it's name. Arthur. No, I think you're right. He invented dynamite. Ooh. Right. So his whole name was associated with this deadly with dynamite then went to you know, be bombs and like all like yep. it just, you know, evolved to whatever and caused like so much devastation, destruction and death. So his name was associated with the guy who invented dynamite, who was like, you know, all these terrible things. So he mm-hmm. took all his money and he created the Nobel Peace Prize. So now his name is associated with some, you know, great someone stuff. Who, yeah. Who, who makes the world a better place. Good, because 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 uh, essentially he stole that technology from the Chinese because they're who developed right, their right, 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 yeah yeah so right, whatever right, yeah yeah they're the ones who invented, invented gunpowder but whatever right I get, right, get right. yeah yeah but he's the one that made dynamite so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. whatever fair enough uh but uh, okay <laughs> let's keep it moving Steve I'm going back to you what do you got for sports and sped is is the camera on me can you see me it, uh, we certainly can can you hear me we definitely I, can this one I have a ton of customers because for those who don't know we're very close to New York I have uh, all these fine customers. <laughs> dorks i have all these fine dorks i mean customers that come to my shop and for the last three months have been telling me how danny dimes finally has weapons and how new york's finally going to be a team that you have to be aware of right saquon's healthy danny dimes has weapons they're ready they are up there and then you on national TV and your own stadium yep. lose 40 nothing to Dak Prescott. This goes out to all you midgets fans. Lick my silicone oil injected nuts because yeah. your team is dog doo doo. Yeah, yeah. That was a piss poor showing. Uh, I mean, you know, if Byrne was here, golly. Oh, I would love to lay it on him because, yeah. like I said, you know how many New Yorkers work at Merck and they come in here and they know we have Eagle stuff up all in the shop and they're always yeah. And then, like, I try to talk some sense into them. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Danny Dimes ain't the bull. And they're like, See, he just doesn't have weapons. No, oh Saquon gets God. hurt. And now Saquon's all healthy and they added receivers and they added this. <laughs> and then they go 40 zips. Son, sit your New York ball sucking ass down because you guys are absolute horseshit. Stop it. As of right now, they are the worst team in the league. That oh, was yeah. the worst showing of I all have. 32 teams. And it As was a matter of fact, time time at home, by the way. Name Damn. name a worst game you've seen in a long time, both of you. Name a worst. I I, I can't I can't think of a Giants defeat that was that, was that big, big of a mark. Uh, yeah, I, mi- I, 
Well, I struggle. I, that has it. to be right. one of their tops in franchise history. History, and that's a proud franchise. I'll tell you, in the uh, biggest city in America, in their one of the best, one, yeah. one of the best Giants losses ever was the miracle at the Meadowlands too, when D-Jack ran back that punt. They told Woo! him not to punt it to him, and yeah, then he yeah. fumbled it when he got it, and then picked it up yeah. and ran it back. And but then that was actually Coughlin, Coughlin lost his mind. Four mm-hmm. touchdown passes that day, yep. and they still lost. <laughs> Coughlin snapped. To me, that, that, that was way more yeah. respectable because that was actually 100%. a game. It's a game. Correct. I mean, Correct. They lost. They that lost the, the game. Play. Like it, they walked out on prime time. And they lost the second they stepped foot on the field, yeah. dude. Hold they on. Already lost. That was so yep. bad, dude. This was also the day before the most tragic event. I'm not trying yep. to shit on Pearl Harbor that the America's ever seen. Oh, that wow. New York, in New that York. Yeah. York has ever seen. Yeah. It, that the that America, uh, you know, the mainland of America has ever seen. The other shit's in Hawaii. Mm-hmm. The worst yeah. tragedy that's ever happened in American history on yeah. the mainland. And then, yeah. and then, and then just to be in New York because your teams are doo-doo. Then Aaron Rodgers runs out with the flag in his hand, oh, a spotlight uh, on 9-11. I even got, I got uh, choked up. I had like tears uh, when I was, was watching. Great. I was like, it was great. And, and the Jets America. are corny, and so is New York. But it was such an awesome moment. It was great. And then oh, it was great. Four plays in his Achilles says, screw this. I'm a <laughs> you later, old man. Yo. New York's down bad. You know, down Hard bad. Knocks, Yankees dude, are were... garbage. Down dude. bad. Dude. On Hard Knocks, they were dick riding so bad. Uh-huh. Like, look uh-huh. at this motherfucker. He makes every motherfucking throw. Right? Like, they were all, I mean. Him to, and to Sauce fair, Gardner got the weed smoke joint yeah, yeah. when they're to, like. To, <laughs> to be fair, Aaron Rodgers can make every throw. Like, he is an incredible yeah, quarterback. Down. But, goddamn, dude. That is, I mean. He's only won one Super age. Bowl, so whatever. People love oh, to not ride him. Dude, He's only won one. Dude, yo, he can play. There's I agree. No, I agree. But Gilly right. made a really good thing about this. Gilly made a whole thing about. No, he's he's one of the, he's a really good quarterback. I'm tired of people trying to act like he could be put in the same realm as Joe Montana, Tom Brady, um, not, uh, yeah, uh, Troy Aikman, uh, any any of those multiple Super Bowl winners. They're like, yeah. what? You, oh, you're so great. How many? You only won one. You have a pinky ring. Well, Tom's got yeah. a handful and extra. Trent Dilfer won one too. FYI, so that was literally that was literally Gilly's thing. He goes, Trent, goddamn Dilfer won one. Like, what are you talking about? Brad Johnson and Trent Dilfer, unbelievable. Two, would you? That's the question. Would you rather be the best quarterback to never win a Super Bowl or the worst quarterback to win a Super Bowl? Of course, you know to I mean? win one. What are you talking yeah. about? Yeah. yeah, that's what people no care question. about. I mean, I sure no. do. Doug Williams, Doug Williams, the backup with the Reds or the Foreskins. Come on, man. Yeah. The Foreskins. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Marino, he's kind of out of the, uh, the The great picture. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. And he forever will be. And that, that, that haunted Peyton for a while too. Yeah. And then he grabbed two real quick. Yeah. You're not three total. uh, No, he has two rings, but he has two, uh, two bowls. He only won two. He won two. Eli won two. John Elway won two. You're, oh, you're right. You're All right. these guys. Oh, I know. He we went, went to three, thing. one, two. Yeah, yeah. No yeah, one cares yeah. about what you went to. It's about what you won. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. You're right. No, no, no. I forgot that he had lost the uh, – I thought he won both uh-huh. ones with the Broncos, uh-huh. but he lost the one. Mm-mm. He got crushed, too, didn't they? Destroyed. Seattle. It was terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they, and then they crushed uh, – whatchamacallit. But that was the defense that won that one. Sure was. Ron Miller when they went off. Yeah, yeah. Sure was. Well, they yep. beat Carolina. Mm-hmm. Cam Newton was never the same. All right. And Cam Newton so would jump on the fumble, sissy. 
Yeah. So let's keep it moving then. Uh, Lishmoosh, what do you got for sports and spets? Speaking of horrific tragedies, these companies like never cease to amaze me how they can turn like horrible situations. And so like they will try to capitalize on that. With money. So yeah. So right now, DraftKings is apologizing for their 9-11 themed bets on the New York City team. Oh, my God. So Sunday night, DraftKings put out these uh, September 11th, like, never forget uh, parlays and everything. Stop it. They they had them up for about, like, I don't know, maybe uh, for a short period of time. And then, like, Twitter, like, blew up. You know what I mean? But so they pulled them down, but not before everyone got their screenshots and everything. So disrespectful. So people are like counting down the minutes until DraftKings pulls what this never so... forget 9-11 parlay. It was a parlay that invites you to like, if you're familiar with these sites, when you log on, there's like, it'll tell you like, hey, this is our special today. You know what I mean? Like these uh, are our okay. special parlays. Yeah. And this one was the never forget. And oh, it, so it was, it was the title of the parlay. Yeah, was it was a nine eleven. Okay, it had nothing to do with never forgetting or the numbers nine and eleven. No, no, it was it just got, tell them the numbers get does. way worse. I saw yeah. this. The numbers okay, get okay. way worse. This is what makes it terrible. It does because you have to bet on the Mets, the Yankees, and the Jets, and you can get like a plus nine hundred and eleven, <laughs> plus oh, nine hundred and eleven wow. odds and stuff. Well, like did you see the one? Wow. I think it was. I think it was for the Jets that uh, the over under for like yards in the first uh, quarter were going to be ninety three, as in the flight that oh crashed into gosh, it. Dude. They got oh, ter- that's how like wow. that's how in depth. That's how shitty they got with this. It was yeah. Some weed smoking interns thought they had the best idea. That's from Kentucky and was <laughs> yeah. twenty two. He wasn't even alive when it happened, so he's like, yeah. it's funny." No, dude, speaking that's of cra- speaking oh, of wow, grams yeah. of blow, that's not a weed smoking intern. Those are like the higher ups. Those are like the uh-huh. CEOs up there ripping lines like, dude, we'll, we got to do it classy, though. We'll call it the never forget. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I'll tell you that that's the thing, though. Like, it's almost I mean, in a way, it's like everyone knows fentanyl will kill you, but doesn't stop heroin addicts from buying. So. You know, as much as FanDuel, this is a, you know, a, th- a sore, you know, a sore thumb in their eye or whatever. It ain't going to stop motherfuckers from betting. Oh, so, yeah. I'm sure, they, I'm sure they canceled a lot of uh, never so, forget parlays on Monday. <laughs> oh, and okay. I did I, see. I bet there's a lot of dudes that were happy they did. <laughs> yeah. So yep. I, I watched a little bit of this and I did see that there was like, I think when it got cut off, when finally someone was like, what the hell? And they were like, yeah. all right, you're right. This isn't good. <laughs> I think they had like they had somewhere around like nineteen hundred people bet on the nine oh, eleven parlay. That was it was three it was a three leg parlay. One was happened to do with something with ninety three for the flight. The other one happened to be with like um uh what, what are, all the numbers were like really significant about what happened and it was yeah. so I think and one was, was for like the amount of hijackers in the plane. It was insane. DraftKings, Liam. Not yeah, this FanDuel? was DraftKings. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Man, that's nuts. I yeah. mean, you know, I, I, I mean, I understand be like putting something on there, like you know, in reverence to it. But this, in in a way, this is making a mockery of it. When yeah, you no. try to gimmick it like this, that no. is, yeah. It was no the good. first week of the NFL. They didn't have to run any promotion. <laughs> no. It's week yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kickoff weekend, I, dude. It, it, yeah. it sells itself. Isn't that? You know? the, I mean. Isn't that notoriously a, the, the biggest betting week? One hundred percent. Well, like no one knows what's book, happening. The they, book, they crush exactly. It. Like the they bookies usually do well. Right? They clean up. And now, yeah. and now, just just so they know, like again, so uh, 
you know, it would be it would be classy if they did something where like, hey, we're going to double your odds for any New York team on this time or whatever, you know, something like that instead. And by the way, for people that don't know, in the betting space, DraftKings is the biggest promotion there. Like they're they're the NFL of draft of uh, betting, right? For like o- online betting. So they didn't need to do this. You guys are on top. Like, I understand if uh, Sasquatch, Scorpion Smoking, Strong Stem <laughs> betting wanted to do this so we can get on the map. These uh, guys are the NFL of betting. Everyone knows. Like, you don't yep, have yeah. to do this. Yep. Scumbags. Yeah. You don't take it. Yeah. You don't try to monetize off of a tragedy. Absolutely not. I agree. That's Unless you're Oprah see. and it's Hawaii. I'm sorry. Did I say that? You're not wrong. Uh, all right. Good stuff, boys. Let's keep it moving. We're coming to the top of time. Uh, Strong Sam, what do you got before we get out of here? Listen, we got a couple of uh, a couple of fellers that I helped train. Just want to shout them out. Young Bull Gabe, Young Bull Pat that go to Real Thing Jiu-Jitsu, have an on-flow wrestling at Finishers coming up. Big tournament. Was working out with them for their takedowns. Danny working out with their Jiu-Jitsu. They got some real, real matches going on that's going to be live online. So uh, their flow wrestling's per, uh, present or um promoting it and they're they got like their little flyers and everything and these two kids they both went to the same high school all of us went to and they're young studs they're up and comers and man they're working hard so uh shout out them too and uh you know this is gonna happen i think september 24th so uh shout out them them two guys and uh you know wish you well fellas nice love it very cool good deal always support that absolutely big fan so nice uh let's what do you got before we get out of here speaking of support everybody out there if your kid plays a sport does cheer whatever tell him liam steve probably knows exactly what tell i'm him, gonna liam. say right now i sat there and saw like three rows four rows deep of all these people in their lawn chairs and everything and we couldn't even get enough volunteers to fucking work the snack stands and do the scoreboards uh, and stuff. If your kids play a sport and the coaches and staff are asking you if you can volunteer, like there, you should, it should be required. A friend of mine, right. his mom said back right. in their day, it was required that you did, yep. you know, a couple games or whatever. But the fact that nobody does it anymore and it's like beneath them and everything, you're like, a crappy parent. Sad you man. That, it, this is parent. dude, this isn't like I, I couldn't agree more. My daughter just started soccer. Bro, this isn't like hang out on your phone and let someone else babysit your kid time. Like at least if you're not gonna be a coach, maybe you don't know the sport. I That's understand fine. that. That's fine. Right. But like you can be involved in other ways and like you're hundred percent right, Liam. One of the prime example of this. I remember and me and Pete would talk about this is that Pete's dad didn't know a lot about wrestling. Right. But what he ran do? the snack bar? He was a, he owned a deli for 30 ran years. The snack bar. He ran the hell out of the snack. Sure like, did. But Shout he out just Mr. did whatever. He, legend. Dude, yeah, exactly. He did what he could do to help support the team. 100%. You know what I mean? The, the way, like the best way he knew how, like, you're not, they're not asking for much. It ain't the worst, but what do you like? You're not going to watch your kid. You're going to sit there with your head on your phone. It's ridiculous, right? Like it's dude. such. Yeah, I, I agree. I couldn't agree more. And plus, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think it's great to see the parents get involved. It's one 100%. thing like don't don't piss. Don't be you know, don't be a dickhead to the coach, but like get involved and help, you know, control the madness a little bit or just yeah. cheer or do whatever. And then like, they'll complain, on. too. Like, what? There's no coffee. There's no like, yo, uh, there's nobody here. You know what I mean? Like, what do you want? Yeah, it's just yeah. and now. If, if you won't do it and the next person won't do it, then the next person won't do it. You know what I mean? Like people are just. Yeah. And just small and quick, Matt, the thing you said, it's so funny. You said about the phone thing, 
because me, Jay, Romeo, and Liam were at the Squires Field this weekend. Shout out uh, Jay's daughter and Liam's daughter who cheered. Great job by both of them. Good Liam job. looks at me and goes, look around, Steve. Literally said this verbatim. Look around, Steve. Look what everybody's head's at. Every parent had their head down in their phone, not even watching the game, not watching their uh. kid cheer. And I was like, geez, Liam. He's like, this is ridiculous. I was like, this is me, him, and Jay were no. like, this Say is crazy. Thing, like, this is crazy. I'll tell you this. Say one thing about our parents, right? Like, yeah, whatever. They were, they were involved. Maybe a little, but they were fucking there. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like, if there was a game, it was like, it was war, baby. Like, yep. they were down to ride, Let's go. Like, cheering and ev- yep. getting everyone hyped up. Like, that was, but they, I think they enjoyed that as much as we did. And I think I they agree. liked seeing the competitive and like the camaraderie come out. The camaraderie. The I really think they like that. 100%. And it, and it stems from the parents as well. Mm-hmm. You know, agree. Like, I know, like, there was a bunch of times, like, you know, they'd have a couple beers and watch the game. You know what I mean? Like, sure did. Why the hell not? You know, have a good time. But and yeah, while we're you're... while we're on this tangent, Matthew, what do you have to say? Because we never get to ask you, and I feel like you're being left behind. What do you have uh, to say before we cut out to the fans of mm-hmm. our fearless leader? What would you like to say, my friend? Well, uh, Steve, thank you for asking that. Um, first, I would like to say thank you to everyone for listening. Heck and yeah. helping to grow the show. We have gone up in subscribers across all platforms. So thank Heck you yeah. very much. Thank you for commenting and subscribing and liking everything. I mean, it's been we've been doing a lot. Uh, I do want to say this. I should make this a public announcement. Um, so I'm gay. for those for those of us, okay, Steve's gay, but I think we all I already did. knew. Jesus. Uh, but uh, so I know for those of us that follow us posting, your boy hasn't been posting the screenshots of when I wake up in a little bit. Oh, uh, I'm so proud of you, dude. The oh. reason is is a couple weeks ago. I had to go to the ER because uh, I had heart palpitation because your boy boy was uh, wasn't getting boy, enough sleep. Because your boy's your boy. running 100 miles an hour with no gas in the tank. Is that what they told yeah. you? It was because of sleep? There's a bunch of things, but... Uh, yeah, that's one of them. Yeah, yeah. Sleep, overwork, stress. Life. Kind of oh. yeah, 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 yeah. Life. <laughs> but, yeah, well, man. Matt, I'm here to tell you, you made it. You live in a great neighborhood. You're providing a great life for your daughter and your wife. So let's not kill ourselves by waking up at 240 whatever in the damn morning for no reason. Sleep, my friend. Me and Liam need you to sleep. Very true. You're you're not wrong. So for those listening that follow us on socials, that is why. Uh, Shout out sleep. We love everyone that, uh, yeah. Oh, shout the hell out to sleep. We love everyone that gets involved and, and is all along the ride with us. We can't thank you all enough. Um, we, you know, and, uh, yeah. Also, uh, oh, so the other thing I wanted to say is that my daughter, right is doing soccer right now nice the other day i was helping coach the soccer team i'm not considered a coach my there's like you know there's our there's a head coach and assistant coach but i'm just there like helping it's herding cats there's there's no you're being a good dad is what you're doing you're being a good dad there's three there's three between three and five so it's like we're hurting i'm just trying to yeah exactly so we're (laughs) in the middle of this practice and we finally have them doing like a drill that seems to be working right (laughs) and it's like this is the most that they've cooperated and listened in in week and everything's going good then all of a sudden one of the girls looks up points at the sky and like starts hysterically hysterically yelling rainbow 
And she's like, oh, <laughs> no. And then legit, there's four other teams on this field. Every girl looks up, starts pointing and yelling rainbow. And it was like, I was looking at the coach. I was like, what the? He's like, just let it ride. Just let yeah, it ride. Yeah, I was yeah. like, all right. I mean, they're all we doing it together. So that's we can't good. beat a rainbow. We can't beat the rainbow. There's so no, what are we gonna there's do? There's no beating a rainbow. Cat's 100%. already out of the bag. Dude, yeah. There, for uh, yeah, for for between three and five year old girls, there's no beating the rainbow. Nah, right ever. Now. Ever. And You'll me, because I'm gay. Can't beat my rainbow. But yeah, let's but, go. Uh, we got the first game this Saturday, so uh, go nice. Lime Green. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Where did they position your beautiful daughter? I mean, they just – there's no position. It's just like it's one person starts. And yeah. Yeah, no. I'm with it. I'm with it, guys. Yeah. I'm it's with it. four on four, so it's <laughs> – Attack the ball. Over. Honestly, I'm really trying to tell her, please do not pick the ball with her hands because she's going to get kicked in the hand. Like, is there right a, is there a goalie or they're just learning like the basics of the no game? No goalie. And yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dude, okay. I'll tell you, dude. I was like, they're tired to tackle too, people. They're, they're a little too it's advanced. Slide tackle. I think. Yeah. Like, yeah. They tell were her to teaching, kick him in like, the knee. Did you ever see the Ronaldo move where, like, they stand with the ball in front of them and they like loop their legs yes. around? The yes. Ball? They were showing them that. That the other day, well, and chill, like, coach. Who is who is gonna do this? Yeah, chill, who, bro. Which, chill. If any one of these girls do this, I'll give them a million dollars. Yeah, and chill. Then, guess what? I still got the. You know, I didn't yeah. have to give anyone a million dollars because no nope. four year olds gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, they need <laughs> to learn to get close. They, you got to worry about them going the right direction and like, yeah. you know what I mean, kicking them. No, ball. what yeah. team they're also, on? Also, like it's yeah. not like also I will say. Oh yeah, the other they're always they kicking always in their own the goal. goal. You're like, hold on, none of them are the, going to the right. Goal. Easy with the Ronaldo stuff. We just need to get in the right yeah. goal. Also, I will say this: uh, there was one boy that showed up that was the same age as the girls. And was the best athlete was on the dominant. field, and wasn't even that good of an athlete. I'm just saying there is like it's, yeah, there's a thing. I don't know, well, you know, what do you know? Maybe he is a star, but they just, you know, some of these girls are. It's just, it's just not there. But either way, speaking of uh, shout out soccer, your daughter, cuz yep, shout out. Speaking of, this has been another episode of the Working Perspectives Podcast. I'm Matt Lavelle, accompanied by Law- Strong Stem Steve Cabot, Lashmise, Liam Reese. You can find all our stuff and all our content and all podcast platforms and YouTube at Work Perspectives Podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Work Perspectives Podcast. And join us on Twitter and TikTok at Working P Pod. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, please email us at workperspectives at gmail.com. And please like, subscribe. So we keep bringing this sweet, sweet content. Thanks for listening. And uh, yep, have a great weekend. Thanks. See you. Oh, and stick around for Let's Get Retorted. All right, bye.